You're listening to the Wisdom Within Podcast, a journey into vulnerability, authenticity, and trusting your intuition. My name is Zoe, and my greatest passion is to support people in uncovering and celebrating who they really are. I believe the world will be a better place when we stop being other people and start being ourselves. Join me here for reflections, conversations, and guidance all with the goal of helping you to place ultimate trust in who you are, where you are going, and why you are here. It's time to return to yourself. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to the Wisdom Within podcast. I'm so happy that you are here with me. My name is Zoe Grayman. I am an intuitive energy healer and certified coach, and I am here to support you and share in your journey to returning to yourself cultivating and connecting to your wisdom within and sharing my own experiences and the experiences and journeys of others who inspire me along the way. So if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you've been here for a while, welcome back. Either way, I'm just so happy to be sharing space with you in this moment. This is the season two finale of the show. I'm so excited. And it's actually been almost exactly one year since this podcast began. I started it on August 6th of 2019, and holy crap, (laughs) what a journey it has been. So much has shifted for me in my life since that time. I feel in many ways like a completely different person than I was when I first started this podcast, and so much of my growth I attribute to this heart project, to connecting with you you, the listeners, my community, and connecting with all of the incredible guests that I've been able to have conversations with on this show. I'm just beyond humbled and honored and really in disbelief at the the magic and the good fortune and just the incredible experience that this has been along the way. So I am celebrating, I'm celebrating this journey. I'm celebrating each of you who has tuned in along the way and who I hope have found some bit of support in the stories that I've shared and the stories that others have shared as well. It's just such a joy to bring this show to you and to share space with you. And I'm really excited for today's episode because it's another solo episode and it's been a really long time since I've done one of those. I've had mostly interviews lately, so I'm happy to just be here, you and me talking one-on-one. And Since this is a season finale, I also want to share that I'm actually going to be taking a few weeks off, a few weeks hiatus from the show to reset, regroup, reconnect, and I'm going to share more about why and what that's going to look like for me later in the episode. So you can stay tuned for that. Oh, there's my dog. (laughs) I also want to share that I recently wrapped up the energetic wellness training series on Instagram. This was the live training series that I did throughout the month of July. 
I wrapped up on July 22nd with the final training on setting energetic boundaries. But each week for four weeks, I shared a different a different topic on cultivating energetic wellness. So I shared different tools of how to learn how to work with and understand and manage your energy in order to tune into your truth and release energy that's getting in your way that isn't serving you. Things like limiting beliefs and programming and just identity and beliefs that are not yours and that are just getting in your way. So I think that it was an incredibly valuable training series. I received some really wonderful feedback from so many of you who were able to tune in and I had so much fun doing this. Like this is my first time ever doing or sharing a training series like this and I just freaking loved it. So there's definitely going to be more trainings to come. I love sharing with you all. I love connecting with you all in this way. Um, So definitely stay tuned for future trainings. This energetic wellness training series was originally meant to be a five-week series and the fifth training was going to be on masculine and feminine energy and my intuition was telling me that that topic needs to be its own training series its own masterclass of sorts because it's just such a big topic and it's so lit up in the world right now so look out for a future training on masculine and feminine energy and on many other topics like the juices are just starting to flow so I'm super excited But if you weren't able to join me live for any of those trainings, you can catch the replays on my IGTV on Instagram. I'm at Zoe Grayman. If we're not already connected, hit me up over there. Um, But I recommend checking those out and watching them all in order because they all build on one another. So the first training is setting energetic boundaries, followed by how to clear energy, followed by reclaiming your energy, and then setting energetic boundaries was the final one. So if you watch them, if you tune in, I would love to hear what you think. I would love to hear how you go about using these tools and how these tools impact impact you and uh, how your life starts to shift because of them. Because I know for me, learning and implementing these tools was a complete game changer in how I live my life, how I understood, how I moved through my world and the energies that I was taking on. So again, if you are an empath, and I know that many of you who connect with my work and who are part of my community and who listen to this podcast are empaths, this work, these trainings are going to be invaluable to you in recognizing and protecting yourself from an outside energy that may be getting in your way or holding you down or keeping you from creating the life that you want for yourself. And my work is here to support you in doing just that and creating the life that you really see that you really desire that you want for yourself at your highest, most authentic truth. So check those out on Instagram. I'm really proud of them. I'm really happy with them. And I would love to hear what you think. Furthermore, my one-on-one coaching program Ooh, I'm so excited about this. I shared a bit about this on the last episode of the podcast, but this is a program that is a deep dive mentorship container where I get to be your guide, your teammate, your support along your own personal growth, personal development, spiritual awakening journey. I have been on this path for a few years now. I know firsthand how challenging and often scary and overwhelming it can feel when you start to 
blow up your life, <laughs> honestly, in many ways, when your life starts to shift because your internal world is starting to shift. And so my work in the world as a coach and as a healer is to support you and guide you in that journey so that you don't have to go at it alone. And I'm really just providing the work, providing the service that I wish I had had a couple of years back when I first began on this journey, first embarked on this journey. So I still have two available spots in that program, potentially just one. I feel intuitively that another client is in my field. I know they're close. If you're listening, I'm so excited to welcome you. Um, But if you are interested in learning more about this program and how it might support you in your journey, please reach out to me. You can send me a DM on Instagram or you can book a connection call via the link in my bio or the link in the show notes of this episode. That's just an opportunity for you and I to get on a Zoom call and meet face to face and just talk about what's going on for you and how the work that I do might be able to support you. But this work, this one-on-one work is my favorite thing in the entire world where I really just get to be with you, be in your journey, be in your energy and just provide sort of like a neutral perspective, provide a new perspective and support you and create a container for you to expand fully into yourself, into your fullest potential and connect with your truth. So I'm just so over the moon excited about this. And if you're interested in learning more, I would love to connect with you. So please reach out. Okay, one more note and then we'll get into the episode. My weekly Monday morning meditations are going to be on pause for the next few weeks along with this podcast. And again, in this episode, I'll be sharing why that is. Um, So I'll be taking a few weeks off. But if you are interested in participating in one of these meditations, all of the replays are available on my Instagram profile. So if you had a favorite from a few weeks back, or if you just want to check out some that you haven't done yet or whatever, those are all available for you to rewatch on my Instagram page. So have at it. And I would love to hear what you think of them. Okay. I think that is all of my notes. And I've really been enjoying starting these episodes with just a deep breath together. So I would love to share in a deep breath with you right now. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, pause for just a moment. If you're able to, I would invite you to close your eyes, maybe place a hand on your heart or on your belly. Just take a moment to connect with yourself. Taking a deep inhale through the nose. And an exhale through the mouth. Ah, beautiful. All right, everyone, let's get into the episode. Ah, episode 27, season two finale, solo episode. What up? I'm so thrilled to be here with you all. Thanks for tuning in. This is a more informal episode. I just wanted to kind of check in with you guys and give you a little life update and just share what's been in my space over the last couple of weeks because I know that when something is coming up for me, it's important to share it with the collective because if it's coming up for me, I know that it's coming up for many of you as well and we can learn so much from hearing about each other's experiences. So this is just a little episode for me to share a little bit of myself with you and you and I to just kind of be here together. So firstly, I want to mention that I am leaving on an adventure. (laughs) 
I'm leaving on a month-long adventure for the month of August. I'm going to be road tripping down the 101, down the Pacific Coast, with my good friend Kendall, who you may remember from episode 16. I interviewed her. I highly recommend checking out that episode because she's amazing and I love her so much. Um, but this is just a journey for she and I. We're going to be camping the whole way, connecting with nature, being in the wilderness, being by the water. <sighs> I've never done this drive. I've never driven the Pacific Coast before. So I'm just beyond excited for the opportunity to connect with myself, to connect with my friend, to connect with nature, to cultivate greater presence within myself greater connection and clarity. And I just know that this journey is what my soul needs. You may remember the series of eclipses that we had um, in June through the beginning of this month of July. And eclipses for me are always really big, really powerful, really potent time. And I set some intentions um, in the most recent eclipse, the one on July 4th, for what I wanted to call in. And one of, well, two of the things that I wrote down, one of which was more camping. And another one was a, a road trip, a U.S. road trip. And I wrote those things down, not really attached to what that would look like or anything, but I just, something in my body was telling me that those are things that I wanted to call in. And then literally, it maybe was the next day or two days later, I was hanging out with my friend Kendall and she was like, so I'm thinking about going on this road trip and I'd prefer not to go alone. Like I'd love to bring a friend. And I was like, wait, <laughs> pick me. <laughs> so like I manifested that shit. The eclipse brought this opportunity in and I'm just so excited because I know that it is something that my soul needs. I'm just so excited to see how this journey impacts my relationship with myself and my work and what I can offer my community and my clients. And I just know that this is the medicine that I need. I mean, when I first thought about the idea and was first beginning to discuss it with Kendall, my mind was telling me all of the reasons why it was a terrible idea or why it was incredibly irresponsible to do this, which my mind is very good at telling me all the reasons that things are illogical or irresponsible. You know, it's like breaking out of my comfortable routine, like my business is just starting to take off and gaining momentum and like you're just going to go and like leave your house and sleep in the woods when this happens. You know, you're going to have limited access to Wi-Fi and showers and is this really a smart idea? And I wrestled with that in my mind for a while, for a couple of weeks back and forth. Kendall is so wonderfully patient with me. But at the end of the day, my body and spirit were so clearly communicating with me that this was something that I needed to do. And I mean, this show is called The Wisdom Within, right? Like I am on this pursuit to trust my wisdom within at all costs, no matter what. And so I knew that if I listened to my logical mind and said, no, I don't think I'm going to go on the trip, that I would be dishonoring uh, this this journey that I'm on, this part of myself that wants to so deeply trust and lean into and surrender to my intuition and my inner guidance. So like I had no choice, really. <laughs> if I wanted to honor myself, I had no choice but to say yes. 
And some of you may remember if you've been listening to the show for a while, in episode five, um, it's called Lessons from the Desert, where I shared all about my Burning Man experience last year. I shared a story that happened to me at the temple at Burning Man. And I'll just super quickly, briefly share it here because it's relevant, I promise. So at Burning Man, there is a temple that is constructed every year. And this is a place where people pay homage to all kinds of things, lost loved ones, people write messages or share photographs or they release things, right? They'll they'll write things that they want to release. And basically at the end of the event, the entire temple, the entire structure is burned. So it's a huge cathartic emotional release for everyone at the event to participate in. And it's really like a pilgrimage in many ways um, that burners make every year. And so last year at Burning Man, I was walking around in the temple, just I had, you know, written my own set of things that I wanted to release. And I wrote a letter to myself and um, to a couple other people and I'd placed it in the temple and I was just sort of taking in other people's writings and other people's sharings. And I'd been in the temple for maybe an hour or so and was kind of wrapping up and just walked to the outside of it and just kind of stood there and was looking up at the wall, the outer wall of the temple, and all of a sudden, directly in front of me, like directly at eye level, right in front of me, was written in giant letters, set Zoe free. This was something that somebody else had written. Their name Zoe was spelled the exact same way as mine, Z-O-E, set Zoe free. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. That was like, a divine message from the universe that I was meant to see in that moment. It was, this is the kind of magical stuff that happens at Burning Man. (laughs) It was cosmic and incredible. And I felt it in my body viscerally. I started crying. It is the background of my phone, the the photograph of these words. It has been the background of my phone for (laughs) almost a year now. So ever since seeing that, I've really been on this pursuit to set Zoe free, to listen to this calling And this journey, this adventure, this road trip is an effort to do that. I knew that I had to do this in order to set Zoe free. This is a part of that path. And I'm endeavoring every way, every day that I can to find different ways to set myself free. So that's what this adventure is about. And I'm sharing this story with you. A, to give context to why the (laughs) podcast will be on hiatus for a few weeks, but also to encourage you to honor yourself, to honor your soul, to honor your inner knowing, to honor your body's wisdom, to honor what you are being called to do, even if and especially when it doesn't make logical sense. We are not meant to make decisions from our mind solely. Our minds are great for many things, right? But we can't live by them 100% of the time. Our inner knowing, our inner wisdom goes so much deeper than that. It's, it's, it's physical, it's ancestral, it's cosmic, it's magic. And this is the part of yourself that you need to trust. And it's just like a muscle, right? So you can start small, but I would encourage you to honor yourself in this way. Where are you denying your own inner knowing? Where are you relying on your mind, your logical mind to make decisions for you or to tell you what's best for you or to tell you the next thing that you're supposed to be doing? If you're like me and you often get 
stuck in indecisive loops about things and you don't know, like your mind is just on overdrive if you're super logical and cerebral like I am. These are the moments where we need to recognize that this is happening. Pause, maybe close your eyes, take a deep breath and sit with the intention to tune into your body. So you can even just imagine your awareness dropping from your brain, from your mind into your chest or into your belly and just cultivating an awareness from that space and see what comes up for you. Allow your body to lead you. Allow this inner wisdom to tell you what the right decision is for you. When it came down to me making this decision of whether or not to go on this road trip, and you guys, this was a really big decision for me because I knew that it was connected to a larger picture about what I get to have in my life. I've always had this dream of having my own business that would allow me to do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, from wherever I wanted. That I could have that freedom, that time and location and financial freedom and still be able to serve the world with my gifts and to serve my clients and to serve the way that I'm meant to. This is a dream that I've always had. And this opportunity for this road trip came to me as a very concrete way to test this out, right? I'm still planning to see my clients, my new one-on-one clients from the road. And how can I do this? How can I manage this? So there was so much energy on this decision because I knew that it was connected to this larger picture that I had in my life of what work means, right? Of what being successful or being productive means. So there was so much energy on this decision for me. And what it finally came down to was me deciding to ask my body what it wanted to do. And so I paused, I tuned into my body, I closed my eyes, I put one hand on my belly, one hand on my heart, and just tuned in and first imagined that I decided not to go on this trip. And I listened to what my body was telling me about that. I sensed into what the the emotions and the physical sensations were that I was feeling. And then I did the same thing, but with the decision that I was going to go on this trip. And the stark contrast between those two experiences in my body was so clear that I immediately had my answer. When I thought about going on the trip, I felt expansive and light and giddy and my, the corners of my mouth started to turn up. And it was, it was, the, there was a sense of unknown, but it was with excitement. It was with adventure instead of fear. And when I tuned into not going, it was it was more contracted. It was kind of like, yeah, that's maybe, you know, the responsible thing to do or whatever. But it made me feel small. So I did that exercise and it gave me my answer. And in that moment, I texted Kendall and I said, let's freaking go. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> so I would recommend using that exercise for yourself if you have any big decisions coming up or even small decisions, right? Can you tune into your body to give you the information that you need, that your mind may be blocking you from experiencing or that limiting beliefs or programming from society or from your family or whatever may be trying to give you your answer. But your most authentic answer is going to come from inside of you. And I didn't necessarily plan on going down this tangent, but I feel called to do this now. So I'm going more into body wisdom here because this is a this is a lit up topic. This is so important. I have been making a point to make all decisions with my body. And I want to give you an example because I find that. So I've been doing some online shopping recently, right? I needed to upgrade the wardrobe. So there's been a few things that I've been buying online. 
And I looked at, there was this one sweatshirt that I wanted to buy. And there were two different colors that I was interested in. The first one was this like dark gray color that I was initially drawn to. I I felt it like in my chest that I was like being pulled towards that color. That was my body pulling me towards that color. And then there was like this olive green color where my mind was like, well, that's the better color to choose for XYZ reason, right? Like this is the more logical choice. So I allowed my mind to make the decision at that point. I let my mind decide. I ordered the olive green sweatshirt. It arrived. I put it on and I was like, I don't like this. I don't, this color isn't right. And I decided to return it and exchange it for the original color that my body had chosen for me, the charcoal gray. And it seems like a silly thing, right? But this is just one small example of like when we don't honor what our body is telling us, we're probably going to end up paying for it later on down the line or we'll end up dissatisfied with the decision that we made from our minds, from our logical space, So as often as you can, try making decisions with your body because it holds so much wisdom. Like the wisdom within is held in our bodies, not in our brains, y'all. Not in our brains. Okay. I'm hyped about that. (laughs) I'm going to take a sip of water. Okay. So there's one more thing that I wanted to touch on in this episode because this is something that has been in my space a lot over the last couple of weeks, particularly in the last few days. And it may seem like a tangent from what I've been talking about, but it's actually 100% completely related. And it is the concept of pleasure. Over the last couple of weeks, I have started to recognize and really understand that my life is expanding, that I am expanding in direct relation to the amount of pleasure I allow into my life. For the majority of my life, I was in a place of limiting, denying myself pleasure because it wasn't logical or it wasn't responsible or I had other things to do or it wasn't productive or somebody else needed something, putting other people's pleasure or needs before my own. And my life felt small and contracted. And now I'm in this space where it feels like, in many ways, opportunities are just flowing to me effortlessly left and right. I feel so in my joy and in my body and I'm making time for rest and pleasure and I'm dancing all the time. All the time. I'm listening to good music. I'm eating good food. Self-pleasure has become a much more frequent practice for me. Y'all, I'm telling you... (laughs) Life expands in direct relation to the amount of pleasure that you allow into your life. We are in this body to experience life, to experience pleasure, to experience joy. Pleasure is a vital aspect of self-care, of self-love. Denying yourself pleasure, denying yourself enjoyment or joy is not doing anyone any favors. Because when you cut yourself off from pleasure, you're cutting yourself off from life force energy, from creative energy that you are meant to have access to. And when you are disconnected from your life force energy, you can't show up in the world in the way that you need to, in the way that the world needs you to, in the way that your communities or your loved ones need you to. Pleasure is a part of power. Owning our pleasure, allowing ourselves to have pleasure, giving ourselves permission to have pleasure 
is so, so important for this. And I know that in this time in the world, it may seem selfish, I'm doing the air quotes here, selfish or irresponsible to focus on your pleasure when there is so much suffering in the world. And I get that. But I want to point out that this is just a picture, a program that we're all living in, that if everyone else is suffering, I also have to suffer. I would urge you to recognize that experiencing pleasure allows you, again, to make contact with your life force energy. And when you can make contact with this energy, then you can show up as the medicine that you are. You can make a difference in the world in the way that you are meant to. And when you are cutting yourself off from that, when you are denying yourself or limiting yourself, you're not helping anyone. You're not able to show up as a healer or as a giver or as a lover or any of the multitude of ways that the world needs you to show up. For the sake of the world, please connect with pleasure for yourself. And I know that there's so much to unpack around this shame and guilt. And really, this is just, I know this is just the tip of a giant iceberg for me, this topic of pleasure and feminine energy. And I know that I am just beginning to unlock something incredibly powerful here and I really look forward to sharing more with you about my journey into this work and sharing more insights as I go. But I do feel really called to share this now because this has been such at the forefront of my mind and my experience lately. So for the sake of the world, you need to connect with your pleasure. And I would also say it's a really bold and beautiful statement of rebellion and of resistance to be fully in your pleasure and joy when the world wants to keep you down especially if you are someone who identifies as a woman. Because I know that you know that our pleasure has been vilified and denied for generations and generations. The patriarchy benefits from us being out of touch with our pleasure, from being out of touch with our ability to fulfill ourselves, to pleasure ourselves, to give ourselves what we need. It benefits off of us feeling that all of our answers and all of our needs are met from outside of us. And pleasure, particularly female or feminine pleasure, has been vilified for so long out of fear over the power that it holds to fucking create and destroy and all of it. But that is a topic for another time because I could go ham on that, (laughs) on that idea, the power of pleasure and feminine energy and all of that. So... Again, this is just the tip of the iceberg, and I'm really excited because this is an intention that I have for this adventure that I'm about to go on is to really tap into my own pleasure and what does that mean for me? What does that look like? What does that allow me to create? How can I share it with the world? So for now, what I would offer is a reflection for you. What does pleasure look like to you? What does it feel like to you? Or what do you want it to look or feel like to you if it's something that you feel out of touch with right now? And then what is one activity that you can incorporate into your day or into your week to connect more deeply with pleasure on a regular basis? So this can be, again, something like dancing, good music, put on a good song, have a one song dance party every day. There's nothing better in my mind to shake up stagnant or heavy energy than to turn on a song that you love and just move your body. 
tap into the pleasure in your body and the pleasure of just hearing beautiful music. Like there's so many, we have all of these senses for a reason because we can experience one thing in such a multifaceted way. So maybe the pleasure comes from the physical sensation of moving your body. Maybe the pleasure comes from your ears of hearing the music or hearing the voices that you're listening to, right? Maybe pleasure will come from making your favorite recipe. And again, whole other tangent that I'll plan to go down at some point. But for my entire life, basically, I denied myself the pleasure of delicious food. Body stuff, body shame, fear of weight gain, all of that. Again, I'm definitely going to go more deeply into this. But that was a huge aspect of pleasure that I denied myself for a long time. And over the last... Well, 2020, really, I have been diving so much more deeply into allowing myself to eat all of the freaking delicious foods that I love and that my body wants, my body craves. So maybe pleasure for you is making your favorite recipe or eating something that you're craving with like full permission. Maybe it's a self-pleasure practice of some kind. So whatever that means for you, be it sexual in nature or not, pleasing yourself or tuning into your body and what your body is asking you for. Maybe pleasure is spending time with somebody that you love who makes you feel good or even just watching a movie or like a Netflix show that makes you laugh, that you know makes you happy, like or reading a book that you've been excited to read. Whatever it is, give it to yourself. Allow yourself to receive it. Allow yourself to receive that pleasure on a regular basis and just see how your world begins to shift because I'm telling you from real-time firsthand experience, my whole life is different. My whole life has expanded in direct proportion to the amount of pleasure I allow myself to feel. And I want each of you listening to experience that as well. You deserve pleasure. You deserve an expansive and beautiful and open life. And again, this doesn't mean that like everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows and unicorns all the time. Of course, right? Life is ebbs and flows. But the more that we can get in touch with what brings us pleasure and what brings us joy and the more that we can learn how to provide that for ourselves, the easier it will be to tune into that even in challenging or more difficult times. It's it's supporting yourself in that way. It is like the ultimate self-care because it helps you to be self-sovereign. You know what you like. You know what makes you happy. You know what makes you feel good. And if you have that power, if you have that knowledge, then you are always supported. No matter what the situation is, you are always supported because you have the tools, you have the knowledge, you know what you need in order to come to a space of love or even just equilibrium and neutrality if you're in a really dark space, right? You have the tools available to you and you are the one at the end of the day who can make that happen. Our sense of joy, our sense of fulfillment, it doesn't come from outside of us. It can't come from outside of us. Things outside of us are nice. You know, they add to, they're they're cherries on top, they add to the experience, but it has to start inside. And so again, self-care, self-pleasure is one of the most selfless things that you can do because it trickles out into the rest of the world. If you begin with you, the entire external reality will begin to shift. Oh, man, felt like I was channeling something there. (laughs) I'm just so lit up about all these topics. And Like I said, I really think that these next few weeks are going to be a beautiful opportunity for me to bring down even more wisdom and understanding to share with you all. And I'll be sharing, continuing to share my own journey, my own experience of it. 
and I'll probably have a conversation or two with Kendall that I'll hope to record and share with you guys. We'll see how it all unfolds. I'm being open and surrendering to what wants to come through, but I'm really excited about it. And thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being on this Wisdom Within journey with me. And thank you for being on the Wisdom Within journey within yourself, with and for yourself. I thank you because you learning to tap into your truth and to know and love yourself helps me to do the same. And it helps everyone in your life to do the same. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I honor you. I bow to you. I see you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for being on this journey, for growing, for being willing to face these more difficult things and to alchemize, to alchemize everything that comes up for you internally so that the external world can begin to shift. You are making a difference by starting with yourself. So thank you for that. I hope you have a beautiful next few weeks, a beautiful month. I can't wait to return and to share with you the lessons and the experiences that I encounter along my journey. In the meantime, please stay connected with me on Instagram at Zoe Grayman. The link to that is in the show notes. If we're not already connected there, I would really love to meet you there and talk with you there. I'll be popping on there from time to time over the next few weeks, um, and I'd love to hear I just love being connected with you guys. So if you ever have anything to share that comes from listening to any of these episodes or from any of the meditations or any of the trainings that I've just shared, like, please send me a DM. I want to know what you're experiencing. I want to know what this is like for you because nothing lights me up more. Nothing fulfills me more than to see each of you waking up to yourselves, to be on this awakening journey, tuning into and trusting yourself and your own wisdom. It's just, ugh, it's the ultimate medicine for me. So I would love to connect with you. I'm sending you so much love, so much gratitude. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being on your journey. And I will talk to you very soon.